Welcome to the podcast for Brain and Cortland in the morning on 98.1 K-Hawk. Cedar Rapids number one for New Country, 98.1 K-Hawk. Till you can't from Cody Johnson. Good morning, it's Brain and Cortland in on a Wednesday and here comes the snow. Do, 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 do. Yeah, I had no idea we were supposed to get any snow. I guess I wasn't paying attention when you read the weather like 32 times yesterday. <laughs> we do give it quite frequently here on the station, Cortland. <laughs> but I, I opened up my door to let Tater out and I was like, huh, when did that happen? <laughs> yeah, it was just just beginning to fall when I uh, when I walked outside this morning. I had one of those surreal and serene moments this morning you know I, we, when we go to work it's very quiet outside and so I stepped out of my front door this morning was walking to my car and all of a sudden there was a deer that was slowly crossing the street and you could hear its hooves on the on the pavement clop 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 oh. clop and it walked over into a neighbor's yard and it stopped and then it saw me and it stood and it just looked at me and so I stopped and I stared at the deer and I thought to myself deer never travel alone and then sure enough clop clop Plop, plop. Another one walks out and, and stands next to it on the yard. And then you were like, "Yeehaw! Take me to work." No, nah, and then Which- yeah. <laughs> no, I did not harness said deer. But the snow is lightly falling, and here I am having a staring contest with two deer on my street in Marion. And I was just like, "This is kind of cool, but when's it going to end?" <laughs> I I do need to like go to work, and so I slowly got in my car, pulled out of my driveway, and drove away. And the deer were still standing there watching me go. They're like, wait, we wanted to talk. (laughs) Do you have food? (laughs) So anyway, I don't know if they're still standing there or not. I'm assuming they've moved on. We'll take anything. Yes. We're starving and it's cold. We heard the (laughs) raccoons like it here, so we thought we'd stop by is what they, I'm sure, were shouting as I drove away this morning. What a magical way to start your Wednesday. It was magical. The day could only go downhill from there. Happy Wednesday. Uh, I don't know what they're saying. Trace to two inches. Yeah. Uh, kind of in our neck of the woods. So uh, right now, I did see the uh, road crews were out laying down that uh, solution, that brine on the roadway. So when the snow falls, it should melt away wherever they've laid that down. So Well, just be thankful it's not like it is in Michigan this morning. What are they getting over in the mitten? Six to eight inches of snow today. You can have it. Yeah, not so good for me when I have to drive back there tomorrow. <laughs> well, good luck with that. At least you'll have new tires on your car. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> hopefully. Fingers crossed. They come in, yeah. Uh, anyway, we'll keep you up to date on the road conditions and the weather this morning. It's Braden Court, Linda Kayhawk. Cedar Rapids number one for New Country, 98.1. Kayhawk, Chase Dean and Carrie Underwood. If I didn't love you, good morning. It's Braden Cortland. We've got more tickets for you to County Line Country Fest a little later on this morning, right around 810 as we... Play another edition of our game in between. Yes, in case you didn't know, Scotty McCreary, Jordan Davis, Hardy, Tracy Bird, Parmalee, all going to be at County Line Country Fest. And we decided to use Scotty McCreary to inspire our contest, which is why it's called In Between. So on Monday, we said or asked you to guess for a number in between one and 10. Yesterday, we did a month in between January and August. And today, who knows what we're going to make you? Make you guess. That's right. But it, that so often our games require like some sort of knowledge. Or skill. Yeah. And today, again, it's just a guess. So uh, come and guess with us to win County Line Country Fest weekend passes at 810 this morning with your country concert leader, K-Hawk.
Cedar Rapids, number one for New Country, 98.1. K Hawk and Lee Bryce and one of them girls. Good morning. It's Brain and Cortland. And I know we kind of hit it around it here earlier this morning, but uh, your vehicle got a, well, not a really clean bill of health, but you took it in because you were having some shaking in your steering wheel. Yes, correct. And so yesterday you came and picked me up, took me into work. And then around 7.30 a.m., I got a message from the car place saying that they were working on my car and they were covered in tater's fur. (laughs) And I said, yeah, welcome to my life. I mean, yeah. He sheds like crazy in the car. So they took it on a little test drive. They brought it back to the shop and they figured out that the only thing wrong with my car is that my tires are dead. Yeah, and that's shot. not what they said, but that's how I interpreted it. My front two tires, they have to go like now, yeah. which is not convenient for me because I have to drive back to Michigan, like I said, tomorrow morning after the show. And so with all the snow that they're getting over there and some of the snow that we're getting here, it's I can't risk driving on these tires yeah. anymore. There are two out of 32, is that... <laughs> Does that make sense? It's not real good. It means you're skating around, basically. I know. So yesterday, in a panic, I called Discount Tire, which is where I got my tires that I have in my car now. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, hey, guys, this is a real serious situation. I need two two tires like yesterday. And I don't want the most expensive tires, but I don't want the least expensive tires. Sure. So they're taking me down one level to the next best tire. And they said they should come in today, usually around 1 or 2 p.m. And then they're going to call me right away to try to get me in today so they can put those tires on my car. So everybody, keep your fingers crossed for me that they can do this. Otherwise, I'm not going to be able to go home for my mom's 60th birthday. It's just not going to be safe. Yeah, yeah, I know. You can't do that. Well, I mean, listen, if they said that they... We're going to be able to get them in today. Then I trust that they uh, they know their shipment schedule and that they'll be able to get them in. So, yeah. <sighs> I'm really hoping so. But they were so nice about it. They're like, let's see what we can do. And so they, I just wanted to give a shout out to them. They were really cool. They were really nice. Okay. So, yes, it was tires. Tires, the answer to why Portland's <laughs> steering wheel was shaking. So I know everyone is just dying to know what's wrong with my car this time. <laughs> Yeah, I had a friend on Instagram reach out and go, really? Car problems again? And I'm like, I know, man, but this car is going to be paid off this year and then I'm going to drive it into the ground because I have put way too much money into this car in the past two years. Yeah. Like, way too much money. Well, hopefully, yeah, hopefully you can drive it for a while and enjoy. You no know, car payments. No car payments. Because listen, that is the way to go. Um, if you can avoid having a car payment. It's one less thing. I'll be rolling in dough. <laughs> yes, until it's time to replace the vehicle when it breaks down. Shh. Oh, We're I'm not sorry. Talk about that right yeah, now. Yeah, no. Speaking from experience. Well, my car is ten years old this year. So. Yeah, I mean, listen, it it they only last so long. <sighs> they don't make them like they used to, do they? They don't make them like they used. That's to. right. It's for all more, electrical now. For more phrases that make brain sound old. <laughs> Just, Get off my lawn. Just tune into the rest of the show. I'm sure something will come up. <laughs> it's Braden Cortland at K-Hawk. 98.1 K-Hawk and what my world spins around. That's Jordan Davis. Good morning at 610 with Braden Cortland. You know what our world spins around? Uh, food. Food. Yeah, I, you know, we, we teased we are going to be talking about corn dogs. And, and I, I think a lot of people, when you say corn dog, you think to a fair festival in Iowa and you're like, oh, yeah, corn dog, Jurassic corn dog, maybe. But the ones we're talking about are unlike any you've ever seen or heard of before. Have you ever 
heard of a Korean corn dog. I have not ever heard of a Korean corn dog. Neither had I until I found this new restaurant in Iowa yesterday. Now, this restaurant is over in Ankeny. So if you're ever in the Ankeny area, that's where you're going to have to go to try it. It's called Naughty, like spelled Naughty, but T, like the beverage. Yeah. Get it? Very clever. Yes. And they serve something called Korean corn dogs. Now, I want to tell you why Korean corn dogs are a little bit different from American corn dogs. First okay. of all, corn dogs, Korean corn dogs don't have to have hot dogs or sausages in them. Okay. They can be filled with simply mozzarella cheese, rice cakes, different kind of seafood. And you can also do a combination of hot dogs and mozzarella cheese, which is what this particular restaurant does. Then also the batter for Korean corn dogs is different. It's made with rice flour, which is crispier than American corn dogs, which use cornmeal batter, mm -hmm. which is why they're called corn dogs. Get it? And then there's the coating. Korean corn, do corn dogs are coated with panko breadcrumbs, which make it crunchier. And then they can also be coated with cornflakes, ramen. They're deep fried and then coated in sugar. Ooh. And so at this particular restaurant in Ankeny, Naughty, they have a variety of different corn dogs. They have the classic. They have potato fries. They have sweet potato fries. They have ube cheese. And they have hot Cheetos. Yeah. If you want to see a picture of what they look like, they're up on the Khawk app. And yes, they don't look like your typical uh, corn dog that you would get here in Iowa. No, they're different. They're Korean corn dogs. And they're massive. And if all of the toppings and the deep friedness and the batter isn't enough for you, you can also add sauces to them like cheese and ketchup and sriracha. Woo! I was watching videos of people eating these and they look truly magnificent. I really want to do the Flamin' Hot Cheetos one and just do it with like 100% mozzarella cheese. Okay. It's essentially just a giant mozzarella stick, but coated in Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Yeah, these are these are very unique. I've never seen anything like these before. It's very popular in South Korea. It's okay. like a South Korean street food that you can get at the markets. And so that's why it's kind of picked up steam all over the world. And now we're getting restaurants like this here in America. I, I love it. I, I love the fact that, that foods that are popular around the world give it time. And eventually, if they're great, and this appears that they are, they'll catch on, including here in Iowa. So... Uh, once again, this is over in Ankeny. It's called Naughty T-E-A, uh -huh. uh, where you can also start to try some other beverages with your Korean corn dog. Like boba tea. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of boba tea. Don't like boba? No. I don't like the... They're filled with, like, what, tapioca? Just well, weirds me out. yeah, some other things. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't like boba tea. I like, I like boba in my other beverages, but... Uh, anyway, you want to see pictures of these amazing corn dogs, and uh, we got plenty of shots for you to check out. Uh, check them out on the Khawk app. If you've been over to Ankeny, because this place, what, opened last year, right? Just in December. Okay. So it's still very, very new. Or if you've just tried a Korean corn dog somewhere. Yeah. Let us know. Yeah. Send us a message in the Khawk app. Let us know what you think of Korean corn dogs. 614, Braden Cortland at Khawk. Cedar Rapids, number one for new country, 98.1 Khawk. With a woman you love, that's Justin Moore. Good morning, it is. 6.30 with Braden Cortland yesterday. Enjoyed another uh, fantastic lunch down at Lucky's on 16th in the Czech Village. And we took a group of folks that we have had lunch with before. Uh, so uh, congrats once again to Todd and everybody at Ledford Engineering. In fact, 
they brought photographic evidence of our last two lunches. I know. I thought that was so funny. Yeah. I also thought it was weird that I almost wore the same sweater that I wore in the photo from two you years know, ago. <laughs> I will see like videos and pictures of us like online on our Facebook page. And I'm like, I really need to increase my clothes rotation. Because you'll, <laughs> yeah, I'm the same way. I find like shirts and sweatshirts. I'm like, come on, brain. You own more things than that. But anyway, back to the food. Broke away from the breakfast routine yesterday. A lot of us did. I feel yeah. like the majority of the people we had lunch with yesterday got mac and cheese in some form. Yes. So uh, the mac and cheese at Lucky's is fantastic. And you can customize it or choose from a, a number of recipes that they have already concocted with mac and cheese. So Now, you were actually torn yesterday. You didn't know if you wanted to do the breakfast mac and cheese yes. or if you wanted to do the Hawkeye, but you ended up with the Hawkeye, which had what in it? So uh, it had uh, chunks of grilled chicken in the mac and cheese along with beans, cor corn, black beans, and onions. And uh, yeah, with their mac and cheese, great but i mean come on i can only eat half of it i know and it was the same for me yesterday i couldn't even eat half of it i just got the standard mac and cheese with bacon in it with a little bacon which yes. was fantastic and it lasted me two other meals yesterday it's a lot of food when you get the full serving of the mac and cheese it's a lot i saw several people in our winning group uh got sides of mac and cheese, which I'm like, that's a pretty smart move there. Yeah, maybe next <laughs> week for our final week at Listener Lunch, I'll get a pancake with a side of mac and cheese. Holy cow and holy carbs, Cortland. <laughs> the best of both worlds. Man, <laughs> I'm going to go home and fast just hearing you talk about My that My body is just one big carb at this point. That's right, and why not? <laughs> uh, so thanks to everybody from Ledford Engineering uh, joining us yesterday. Uh, like Cortland said, we have one Tuesday left at Lucky's this month. So dun, make sure dun, you get dun. entered to be our final January winner right now on the Khawk app. Or or if you want to go to Lucky's on your own, caller 10 right now gets a $50 gift card. Here we go. Call us. 365-3698 or hit the call us button now on the Khawk app. Good luck. Happy eating from Khawk. Brandon Cortland giving away some great food to Lucky's on 16th. Hey, Hawk, good morning. You are caller number 10. Yay! Yay for free food. Who's this? <laughs> this is Terry. Hey, Terry, how are you this morning? I'm doing good. All right, well, you got a $50 gift card to enjoy the great food at Lucky's on 16th. Way to go. Yay, thank you. Yeah, Terry can use that anytime she likes to uh, enjoy the food at Lucky's, but everybody else, remember... One Tuesday left. Go get entered right now. We're going to Cedar Rapids number one for New Country, 98.1 K-Hawk. Drunk on a plane from Dirks Bentley. It is 649 with Brain and Cortland. Speaking of places uh, to enjoy an alcoholic beverage, uh, there is a new huge, obviously, development going on right along First Avenue in Cedar Rapids. And part of that development is going to be another uh, location for Big Grove. And they broke ground here recently and made kind of a startling announcement this week. In your eyes, anyway, right? I thought this was pretty shocking. You know, that whole area over on, what is it, 2nd Second Avenue Southwest in downtown Cedar Rapids? It's a huge disaster right now because they're doing all this construction and all of these different businesses and apartment buildings are being built. But Big Grove broke ground this week and announced that they plan to open by the fall. Yeah, they're building I this thing from the ground up. Yeah, and it's going to be done later on this year? That's wild to me. Yeah, I mean, the conditions so far this winter, and 
knocking on wood. Of course, don't look outside right now. Uh, conditions have been, you know, I would say pretty favorable for for construction folks to be able to do some work. It's You know, the ground isn't completely inundated and covered with snow. Uh, and they can say they plan on opening in the fall all they want to. There are lots of places that have broken ground and said we plan to be open by a certain date. Now, whether, you know, there are any delays or, you know, uh, supply issues or things like that that would cause it to open later, it's entirely possible. But, you know, once the warm weather and uh, spring arrives, you know, they'll really be able to get rolling on that thing. I can't wait for this place to open up because... I remember back in the day when there was only one big grove. Back when I was younger. <laughs> it was open in Solon, and yeah. I've still never been to that one, but I've been to the one in Iowa City several times, and it's amazing. They also just opened a brand new location in Des Moines, and I believe it is the biggest restaurant in all of Iowa now. Yeah, Big Grove is going big time, which, I mean, obviously I think it's great. It's a local company, a local brewery, so we support those 100%. I also love that, yes, they're going to serve their beer and their food, but they're also going to make this one a little bit special. There's going to be a nod to Cedar Rapids Czech heritage yeah. since it's going to be over in the Czech village area. Yeah, not too far away from that uh, that neck of the woods. Mm -hmm. I That whole development over there, I know it's going to be built in phases and it's, you know, uh, uh, what they said, five to eight years before the whole thing is completed. But yeah, give me Big Grove and I'm also all in for pickleball courts. Pickleball is the fastest growing sport. Not that I'm an expert or anything, but I've seen reports. It's the fastest growing sport in the U.S. There's a professional pickleball league now that professional athletes are investing in. So we need more pickleball courts in Cedar Rapids, and I know that complex <laughs> is going to have them. This is coming from a person who has never once played pickleball. I played pickleball in gym class when I was in high school. In high school? Yeah, shout out How to Mr. C. How long ago was that? I'm not going to say, but <laughs> shout, out, shout out to Mr. C, Mr. Christensen, my old gym teacher back at Anamosa. Uh, he really had us doing a variety of different things. And I know somebody from Anamosa, class of um, <laughs> I know we played pickleball back in the day and in high school. The nets, of course, uh, you know, lower to the ground. So, yeah. So you're telling me that once they build these pickleball courts, you are going to enroll in a league. No, it's well, not what I'm saying. Well, then why are you so excited about because it? Because it's a fun sport to watch. I'm going to get my big Brain's girl gonna brew. going to get a beer and sit and watch That's everyone right. else play pickleball. And mock your pickleball skill. I won't, of course, mock. It's it's fun. It's a lot of fun is what I'm trying to say. Uh, anyway, 652, it's Brayden Cortland and Kayhawk. For new country, Kayhawk. The best country news from the best country station. Country Quickies with Brayden Cortland on 98.1 Kayhawk. You know, every year when the Super Bowl rolls around, we're like, hey, why can't we have a country act play the halftime show? Well, it's obviously not happening this year as Rihanna is going to do the honors. But, I'm so excited about Rihanna, by the way. However, country stars keep getting selected to sing the national anthem, which I think is a huge honor and country fans should be very proud of. Doing the honors at this year's Super Bowl on February 12th will be none other than Chris Stapleton, who will no doubt be absolutely amazing. Uh, country performers have uh, been very popular choices. Last year, of course, we had Mickey Guyton performing at the Super Bowl. And the year before that, it was Eric Church joined by Jasmine Sullivan in uh, in Tampa Bay. So, yes, we don't have a country halftime show yet. I still think we're going to have one soon. But uh, another country star tapped to sing the national anthem. So get ready for Chris Stapleton. So Willie Nelson is going to turn 90 years old this year. And to celebrate, he is going to be the guest of honor at an all-star two-day birthday concert on April 29th and April 30th. 
at the Hollywood Bowl in Los Angeles. Very cool. Dubbed Long Story Short, Willie Nelson 90, the celebration will feature performances from Miranda Lambert, The Chicks, Casey Musgraves, Chris Stapleton, Tyler Childers, Sturgill Simpson, Cheryl Crow, Snoop Dogg, what? and a whole lot more. They say even more artists are expected to be added to the bill in the weeks ahead. And that Snoop Dogg thing does make sense. But anyway. <laughs> now, of course, the birthday boy of course, will be on stage as well. And the press release for the event promises once-in-a-lifetime performances and unforgettable collaborations. Packages for that two-day event are going to go on sale to the general public this Saturday. My guess is that they're going to televise this or stream it somewhere. I mean, they have to, or right? Re- or, or record it and make it available later, yeah. I Otherwise, so. we're going to riot. I <laughs> We have to watch this. It's going to be incredible. And the guy's still putting out music, too. He has a new album planned this spring. I know. Willie's amazing. He just never stops. So uh, tonight is a very big night for uh, Shueyville native Haley Witters. Because she's going to be making her very first network television performance. Yay! Haley will be on Jimmy Kimmel Live uh, tonight. Uh, It's, of course, uh, televised on KCRG, TV9, ABC. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel starts uh, right around 1035 Iowa time. I'm not up that late, so I'm not sure where the musical performers are at. Usually... uh, over halfway through the show. So. Yeah, it's fine. We can always watch it on YouTube tomorrow. That's right. So uh, no word on what which song she'll sing. But Haley Witters, check her out tonight on Jimmy Kimmel Live, a nationwide audience. Super important, a big deal. Now, finally, when she opened up to fans about her grief process surrounding the death of her mother, Naomi, Wynonna Judd used the phrase broken and blessed to describe how she feels about the Judd's final tour. In an interview with Entertainment Tonight, Wynonna revealed that she has been pouring her emotions into her music, and one of the new songs that she wrote is called Broken and Blessed. One of the lines in the song says, I'm somewhere between hell and hallelujah, and fans are hoping to hear that song on stage during the Judd's final tour. The Judd's final tour is going to be resuming tomorrow in Hershey, Pennsylvania. And don't forget, it'll be stopping in Moline on February 10th with Martina McBride and Little Big Town. Those are your quickies this morning. 7.13, it's Brandon Cortland at King Hawk. New Country, 98.1 King Hawk. That's Nate Smith with Whiskey on You. Good morning, it is 7.27 with Brandon Cortland. And uh, Cortland and I were discussing this off the air yesterday about uh, some of the weirdest places that people take someone on a date. Yeah, there's a section on Reddit called Ask Women. And somebody asked women to name the weirdest place a guy has ever taken them out. Okay. And I was reading through some of these... And it makes me thankful that I don't date. How? You wouldn't? uh, Oh, come on. How bad are some of these on here? How bad are some of these? (laughs) All right, I asked for it. Is that a question you really want to ask? I'm going to regret it, but I just did, so. How about this? Number one, two weeks into dating, a guy took a girl to his grandfather's funeral and introduced her as his special friend. (laughs) Oh, that not bad enough for you? Well, I mean, listen, he needed comfort. Uh, listen, he was mourning the loss of someone. Okay, that's not a great first date. You're right. Two weeks. They were dating for two weeks. I mean, did he ask her? Did he tell her, hey, listen, I'd like you to come to my grandfather's funeral? I don't know. Okay. Okay, but how about this? So a guy was supposed to take a woman bowling on their first date. Okay. Instead, (laughs) he took her to his mom's house to help decorate his mom's bedroom. (laughs) Okay, see, that's bad. I mean, that's bad. Because bowling, very, very uh, acceptable first date. Public, you're doing something fun. Uh, Decorating your mom's is not fun. Here's my favorite one. Are you prepared for this one? Not I don't think you are. Okay. 
A guy took a woman to an empty shipping container in the what? middle of nowhere for All their right. first date. That's He said he wanted to buy it for her and turn it into a house. That's not a date. <laughs> That's an abduction. That's the beginning of an episode of Law & Order SVU I right mean, there. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. If you get into a car with someone who says... Hey, want to go see this empty shipping container? It's in the middle of nowhere. Don't be scared. I'm not a murderer. <laughs> pretty, pretty sure when I close the doors, they won't be able to hear you scream. It'll be fun. <laughs> it's so horrifying. That's awful. That's awful. But we'd love to hear if you could top it. Oh, my God. Yes, we'll share some more of these, and hopefully we'll share some of your stories. We would love to hear about a place that you were taken that was weird on a date. And maybe it was good weird. Maybe you actually really enjoyed it. Maybe it was so weird that you're like, this is going to be fun. And now you and your partner have been together 30 years. All because of that weird first date. Or not even a first date. It could be a second or third or 80th date. We don't care. 365-3698. Hit the call us button on the Khawk app. You can message us on the app or uh, leave your comments too on the Khawk Facebook page this morning about weird places you've been on a date. Sprayed in Cortland at Kayhawk. Snow? Uh, but let's uh, put the weather on the back burner here and instead talk about weird places, strange places you've been on a date. I guess a lot of people are very shy about sharing the weirdest dates they've ever been on. Oh, come on, folks. We're it's giving okay. you permission to tell us. You don't even have to tell us your name. You can remain anonymous. It's if you're worried fine. about the other person hearing this, it's fine. We'll disguise your voice. I'm trying to think if I ever went on a weird date or like a, or took a girl to a, a strange place. And it was always pretty typical with me. First of all, happy when girls talk to me. Second of all, <laughs> grateful they said yes. Third of all, uh, they liked public places too. You know, movie theaters, restaurants, things like that. Well, speaking of movie theaters, Brain, here's a fun story from Reddit. Uh-oh. A guy drove a woman to a Taco Bell parking lot. And they watch the movie Sausage Party on his phone. Nothing says romance. <laughs> and I tell you, and that's a real tearjerker, too. That's that's a great movie. Sausage Party on his phone in a Taco Bell parking lot. What? All right. This woman, this woman went on kind of a date and met the family in an awkward fashion. Go ahead. What happened? Two weeks into the guy that, um, he's a friend, but um, I was seeing him. We turned it into a friendship. I met his family after his dad died in his car going to the doctor. Oh, God. Okay, yeah, that's that's a little awkward there. Yeah, hey. she said that the family was like, why is she here? Yeah, who's this? She had only known this guy for two weeks, and he was like, here's my entire family. Yeah, listen, I mean, I'm sure there are other instances of that. Cedar Rapids number one for New Country, 98.1 K-Hawk. Good morning, it's Brady Cortland talking about weird date locations. I almost sneezed on the air. Sorry about that. Okay, I'm like, uh, should I call an ambulance? What is happening? You didn't like my dramatic pause or was it the look on my face? It was the look on your face of pure panic. (laughs) Sorry about that. I did not want to sneeze on the air and I held it together. Good job. Congratulations. uh, We're talking about weird locations or destinations or just weird first dates in general. We'll take those stories as well. Doesn't even have to be a first date. Can be any date. Sure. We have an example from Tammy on Facebook. She said, We went to the house where he lived with his brother and sister-in-law, which was fine until the brother and sister-in-law started saying things like how their mom and dad will love me, how they were shocked I was even interested in him, how they (laughs) hoped I'd be around for a long, long time. 
They knew me for an hour before saying these oh, things. Oh, yeah. That's kind of creepy, isn't it? Oh, that's uncomfortable. All right. Here's a, here's a strange date uh, story. Ma'am, go ahead. What happened? It was like right at the end of high school. I went out on a first date with this guy. We were supposed to go to the movies. We stopped at um, High V to like pick up snacks to take into the movie theater. Um, and we get out of the car after we parked at the High V and he opens his trunk and his best friend gets out. What? What? <laughs> I'm so- I have so many questions. He wasn't just smuggling snacks into the movie, was he? No. Uh, <laughs> he was like, yeah, he he wanted to come along and oh like my never God. He wanted to, the best friend wanted to come along, so he smuggled him in the trunk truck of his car. Yeah, man, you can come, truck. but you just got to get in the trunk. That's fantastic. Peter Rabbit's number one for New Country, 98.1 K-Hawk, the kind of love we make. It's Brady Corlin at 747. Well, there won't be any of that if this date doesn't go any better. We're talking about weird spots that you've been on a date to. You're giggling over there because we have another comment. Yes, we do. On the uh, K-Hawk Facebook page. Okay, so this wasn't really a weird date location, but what happened on this date was very weird. Okay. I'll Danielle said... I went on a date in 10th grade with this guy. My sweet mother gave me some money in case he wanted me to help pay. He bought my dinner, and then we went to Target to walk around. Lovely. He then asked me for my money and bought himself swim trunks after (laughs) spending two hours deciding which ones he wanted. Then he proceeded to say, quote, too bad you didn't have enough for the pair I really wanted. Wow. <laughs> what is that about? Well, he bought you dinner, so he expected swim trunks in return. Isn't that how dates normally go? <laughs> that is so weird. It's so weird and random. Oh, my God. So strange. Uh, all right. Uh, back to the phones we go. Uh, something weird that happened uh, to this caller back in high school. I was uh, in 10th grade, okay, and he was in 12th grade, and first date, he asked me to marry him. Okay, that's uh, that's a bit aggressive. And you said no? <laughs> well, <laughs> I thought, who do you think you are? But <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think you are asking me to marry you on the first date? And it turns out she made the right choice because turns now out. she's happily married to somebody else yeah. and has seven kids. Yeah, so listen, you're asked to be married when you're a sophomore in high school. You probably should say no. Man, I feel like all these dates are in high school. Just don't date anyone in high school, I think, is the moral of this story. Well, I mean, listen, I will tell you this of having, uh, you know, my son who's a senior this year, you know, and I'm speaking from him in his experience. He didn't date hardly anybody while he was in high school, and neither did a lot of his friends. Not like it was when I was back in school. Of course, you know, I didn't date a ton of people. But I heard there were others that had a nice time. I dated one person from the age of 15 until the week before my 19th birthday. Wow. Okay. So you were, yeah. And so after that, I had to like dive into the world of dating. Well, I thought I had to dive into the world of dating. Yeah, you don't have to. And I was dating a guy for a while. We ended up dating for like a year. But on our first date, we went to the movies. And he held my hand so hard (laughs) that my hand and my entire arm fell asleep. And I was too embarrassed to say anything to him. You know, it was like a first date. I didn't want to make it awkward. Oh, yeah. But I couldn't enjoy the movie because the whole time was just thinking about how my whole arm was numb. My most awkward date in high school was it took this girl, and this might have been our first date, real date, took her to the movies. Um, I remember she bought licorice, or I bought licorice and a pop. And then I was taking her home back to her house after the movie. And she said, hey, you need to pull over quick. 
And I go, oh, I go, what's going on? And I pulled over and she opened my car door and she threw up on the side of the road. <laughs> That's how disgusted she was with you. <laughs> that really is kind of a microcosm of high school, really. <laughs> there was some fun times and then there was vomit. Was it the licorice? It was the licorice, yeah. I don't so, like licorice either. Anyway. <laughs> good times, good memories, great dates. Thanks for the calls and comments. You have a story to share, of course, you can always reach out to us on the 98.1 King Honk app. Gabby Barrett and Pick Me Up. It is 810 with Brandon Corlin. Time to play In Between for tickets to go see Scotty McCreary and others, including Jordan Davis, Hardy, and more at County Line Country Fest in Prairie du Jean, Wisconsin, August 3rd through the 5th. If you can figure out what we're talking about, guess something in between. Yeah, there's really no good way to describe this. I mean, it's Wednesday and we still haven't figured it out. So we did numbers on Monday. We did months yesterday. Today, mm-hmm. we're going to do letters. We need you to guess what letter we're thinking of in between A and J. And we already have selected it. We have it written down. We're not going to switch it yeah. up or mix it up. Hear that? That's the sticky note it's with the, the letter written on it. the official radio sound of a decision that's been made. <laughs> so it's your job to guess in between which uh, letter we're thinking of this morning. 365-3698. Hit the call us button on the Hawk app. Caller 10 gets to guess first. Once again, A through J. Good luck. It's in between. It's Brandon Cortland at Hawk. 817. Brandon Cortland playing in between letters today. Hey, Hawk, good morning. You are caller number 10. Welcome to In Between. Who's this and where are you calling from? This is Barb from Solon. All right, Barb, what letter are we thinking of between A and J? I'm sorry? H. H is not it. No, sorry. Hey, Hawk, good morning. Welcome to In Between. What's your name? Good morning. My name's Heather. Heather, what letter are we thinking of in between A and J? Is it F? Yes! F is in <laughs> No way. That's right. Amazing. You oh, read our minds. Oh. Man. You got it. You're going, it. To, you're going to County Line Country Fest this summer. Nice job. Thank you so much. Heather said that she couldn't believe that she got it. So, Quite frankly, I, I was surprised, too, somebody got it that quick. So, yes. You had a one in ten chance. F. Was the letter we were thinking of? I don't know why. F just was the first one that popped into my head. Yeah, I don't want to know why. Ninety-eight point one K Hawk, number one for New Country from Tyler Hubbard and Five Foot Nine. It's eight twenty-eight with Brandon Cortland coming up in about fifteen minutes. We're talking about uh, the new law in effect in Iowa involving public and private schools. But right now, we're talking about an activity you can do in school classrooms, no matter where you're at, and that is Valentine's for Vets. Yeah, you can get together with school groups, after school groups, Girl Scouts, Boy Scouts, church groups, whatever you got to do. And then have some kids make some beautiful Valentines so we can hand them out to veterans at the VA hospital. Yes, we are accepting Valentines here at the K-Hawk Studios. Also, you can drop them off if maybe Wild Hogs and Walford's closer or Billion Automotive in Iowa City is convenient if you're down in Johnson County. Uh, also, mail them to us. We do have a deadline of getting the Valentines to us, though, by Tuesday, February 7th. Yes, so that gives you a little less than two weeks now to get those Valentines done and then either mailed or dropped off to us. Just remember a couple of uh, very important rules. No glitter, because cleaning up glitter anywhere is terrible, especially in a hospital. No kidding. (laughs) We don't recommend that. And also, no candy or chocolate can be included with the Valentines. You want more information on Valentines for Vets, including our mailing address. All that information is up on the 98.1 K-Hawk app. K-Hawk going, going, gone. The latest from Luke Combs. Good morning, it is 840 
with Brandon Cortland yesterday. Uh, Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds signing into law the uh, the private school funding law. And if you haven't been following along uh, at the Iowa State House, it's been quite a week. So basically, what this is is when it kicks into effect next school year, 2023-2024 school year, uh, it will allow Iowa families to use up to $7,598 a year in an education savings account to put towards tuition at a private school for their children as opposed to them going to a public school. So basically, uh, the governor and the government want to provide parents with money to send their kids to a private school if they don't deem the public school where they're at to be good enough for their kids. And I get it. Parents want the best education for their children possible. And so I guess I am not generally opposed to that idea, but... Isn't it much more expensive than that amount of money, though, to go to public or private school? And it depends on where you go. It can be anywhere from ten dollars to $15,000 a year tuition oh fees. God. So there's, there's, there's that, that it might not even cover tuition. It can help towards tuition, but it might not cover tuition. And the other thing that I think has turned some people off to this is that it's being funded by taxpayer money. This is public money that is going to be going to fund families and their choice to go to a private school. Uh, So there are income guidelines for uh, families who have students in private schools at first, but eventually when this is fully phased in in 2026, you can earn as much money as you want and still get tuition help for your children to go to private schools, which also has... Uh, some other people concerned. Why should I, my taxpayer dollars be going to help well-to-do families send their kids to private school? I, I guess I... Yeah, that makes sense. I don't understand that. I can but, see why people would be up, upset by this for sure, but I'm I, sure there are a lot of people who already send their kids to private school who are like, great, yeah, this will be helpful. It, it, it should be. So uh, the other thing too that has people concerned, including myself, I've got three kids in public schools uh, here in uh, in Iowa, is the fact that public schools get funding based upon uh, tuition numbers and how many kids go to that particular district. And if kids leave school districts and go to private schools, the amount of funding certain school districts are going to get is going to go down. I think that's especially true in rural Iowa where districts Mm. are smaller and already facing, you know, threats of consolidation. Anyway, uh, there's a chance that funding for those smaller school districts could be reduced. And I'm telling you right now, and if you're a teacher or administrator out there and, you know, really in a public or private setting, you know how tough it is right now making ends meet uh, in, in the school classrooms. Um, you know, we've heard teachers having to spend their own money yeah. to bring in school supplies for their classroom for the year. And so I just think that if you threaten to take away funding from public schools eventually, you know, you're weakening the overall education system in the state. And You know, I'm old enough that I remember when Iowa used to be ranked number one, number one in the nation for our public schools. And that was something that we were proud of. And it just seems like that has slipped away a bit over the past 10 to 15 to, well, however many years I've been out of school. But it doesn't seem like it's the same as it used to be. But uh, anyway... It just, uh, if you've got kids in school, maybe this is something you're going to take advantage of. And maybe it's all going to work out. The other thing that I think a lot of people are saying is, you know, this wasn't heavily debated in the in, in, in the state house. This really kind of got rushed through. I think a lot of things 
uh, the thing that people are wishing would have happened if they would have discussed this more and taken a harder look at how this was going to work out over the next five, six, seven years. Maybe it won't end up hurting public schools as much as uh, some people fear. Or maybe it will. I, I don't think anybody knows for sure. And that's yeah. kind of a scary point for teachers and students in public schools. So Yeah, because like you said, it, it doesn't just affect the parents and the students, but it also affects the teachers. Yep. And if teachers are teaching in schools that aren't getting enough funding and they're not making enough to make a living, then teachers are going to leave too. That's just it, yeah. Yeah, and I think teacher pay is something that uh, should obviously be addressed among a countless number of other educational topics. So uh, if you want to read more about... Uh, the battle between, I don't want to call it a battle. We shouldn't be battling. It's its our children's education for crying out loud. But if you want to read more about the law and how it might affect public schools, we've got that up on the 98.1 K-Hawk app. Cedar Rapids, number one for new country, 98.1 K-Hawk. Need a favor, new from Jelly Roll. It is 918 with Brandon Cortland. And we have a chance for you. This is your last chance to win tickets to see this concert. Uh, the Judd's final tour, celebrating the life of Naomi Judd. That show will be here quick, Friday, February 10th, down in Moline. And as we heard during Country Quickies this morning, Winona might have some new music to debut at that uh, event. Yeah, which will be amazing and powerful. Oh my God, yeah. She's been writing songs in the midst of all of her heartbreaks, so I'm sure those are going to be incredible. So not only will Winona be there, but of course special guests Martina McBride along with Little Big Town will be there to honor the music of the Judds and Naomi Judd. So we don't have a chance for you to just win tickets for you and a friend. How about a six-pack of tickets? A six-pack of tickets, which represents the six-part harmonies that are going to be done between Little Big Town, Martina McBride, and Winona Judd. Wow, the math adds up. That's great. (laughs) I know. I did that all by myself. Not sure that's why we have a six-pack up there, but we'll take it. Uh, Yeah, sign up to win that six-pack of tickets to see, uh, once again, the Judd's final tour in Moline on the 98.1 K-Hawk app. One for New Country, 98.1 K-Hawk, Jordan Davis and What My World Spins Around. Brady Cortland at 938, wrapping things up here on a Wednesday, a snowy Wednesday, although, you know, uh, it's light here downtown. I was talking to my wife uh, who said that streets are just basically, your main uh, roadway is basically just wet in the Cedar Rapids, Marion Metro. But elsewhere... Uh, it is not quite so nice. No, and it looks like a nice, pretty snow for us, luckily. <laughs> it is. It's very picturesque. But we've had a couple of people who aren't coming into work today because they live out in the Waterloo area or down in the Iowa City area, and they said that the roads are just not great. Yeah, especially to the south, I think, is where the heaviest snowfall uh, is falling right now. To our coworker in Waterloo, um, I'm calling you out. I'm just kidding. I'm joking. I'm never going to call anybody's decision. <laughs> if you don't feel like driving, you don't feel it's safe enough, then uh, yeah. That's the beauty of having things like Zoom and Skype and stuff like that. We've all had to work remotely from time to time, so it's uh, it's a nice it's a nice option to have. I mean, in the it's the Midwest. This is like a typical thing every year. People, you know, they the roads get bad and they're like, "No thanks." Hear hear me out on this though. Hear okay. me out on this. Does it seem and even just in the short time you have been living in, although you grew up in Michigan, you know what driving in the winter is like? Oh yeah. Does it seem like we're getting to be kind of bigger wimps? Be honest. I don't know because I grew up, like you said, in Michigan. And in Michigan, we have lake effect oh, snow. Yeah, y'all got some crazy stuff going so on there. So when I was a kid, I remember my mom going out in like a full snowsuit at 6 a.m. to go shovel 
two feet of snow out of the driveway so that we could go to school. Could go to school? Yeah. Yeah. It was like we, we would wait until the very last second and then they would finally call it off. But there had to be such an immense amount of snow on the ground in order for us to get a snow day. Whereas now I feel like they care about kids way more than they cared I, about us. I say that to Holly every time. Well, the schools clearly love our kids more than they loved us when we were younger because, and I know that there are, I don't know, I don't know. I'm not going to make excuses for schools. They have a, they're have they in a tough spot. They they have the safety of a lot of people on the line. But yeah, I just feel like we've all kind of gotten a little wimpier when it comes to winter driving. I mean, go slow. Take your time. I get it. It's slippery out there. But it's Iowa. It's a trace to two inches. It's not as bad as it could be. Put her in four high and get her done. Woo! <laughs> No, you don't like that? I don't. Okay. <laughs> Back tomorrow morning, bright and early at 5 a.m. Until then.